Could Daniel Jones be the best quarterback buy of the offseason? All that and more in this episode of the Lockdown Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome back to the Lockdown Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Today's episode is brought to you by the Ultimate Football GM app. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and have and managing your own football franchise, then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code locked on in the game. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. She is Kate Magic. Follow her on Twitter at Kate Magic. Kate, wild, wild week 17. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I, I, saw, I locked up the win in one of my dynasty leagues. Very excited about that. So nice to go into Monday Night Football not having to worry. But I do have a couple of redraft leagues that I'm like hanging on by a dear thread. And it, things could go any which way. I hated week 17. Made me want to vomit all over the place. Lots of weird stuff to talk about. But, I mean, there were some interesting quarterback performances this week, Marcus. The most interesting of all, uh, maybe Daniel Jones, who's kind of crushing it this year. Four games this year, Marcus, of 70 or more rushing yards. Four. Who would have seen that coming? He was awesome yesterday. 19 to 24 in the passing game. 177, two touchdowns. Also ran for 91 yards and two touchdowns. And Kate, it just feels like now with the Giants clinching a playoff spot, they're nine, six, and one, by the way. They could get to 10 wins if they if they beat the Eagles next week. Um, and with Daniel Jones playing through a pretty bad ankle injury, them having no receivers, doesn't it just feel like the Giants are gonna give Daniel Jones at least another year? And if that's the case in a Brian Dable offense where he's allowed to run a ton, why wouldn't he be one of the biggest buys of the offseason? Yeah, I I think they're in a very interesting position. There have been reports that they're interested in bringing Daniel Jones back. And I think what we've seen in terms of his development and I I think just uh, his play as an NFL quarterback, this is a, a career high in passing yards for him. Uh, career low interception rate, just 1.1% of his passes going for interceptions. Um, we've seen him develop tremendously as a rusher. And it seems like this fit with Brian Dable is just really organic. Um, and we've seen him do that literally with no receivers, which is that's the craziest part, I think, about seeing his development. He's been really fun to watch. Um, we know that the the rushing game adds so much to mm-hmm. uh, the floor for fantasy. I think he's one of the most interesting buys, and I do think that the Giants are in an interesting position, Marcus, because if this is the way that Daniel Jones plays when he doesn't have a uh, a true alpha wide receiver to help buoy his ceiling. I have to imagine that they're going to get him at, you know, a, a relatively cheap discount if they're looking to extend him, you know, give him like a two-year contract. Yeah, exactly. And they're going to get it for cheap. Okay, he's thrown 15 touchdowns this year, partly because the receivers have been either bad or banged up all season long. 
Again, 15 passing touchdowns, and he's QB7 on the season. QB7, QB seven on the – that's – that's nice, Marcus. Well, and and why, why, couldn't, why couldn't next year um, Daniel Bellinger, their tight end, I think he's going to get a little bit better. Let's say they get a – I'm trying to think of like a reliable receiver. What if they got Robert Woods, right? I know that's not a flashy alpha receiver, but just that's somebody who is somewhat reliable, right? And all of a sudden he goes from 15 passing touchdowns to 23, which not a big leap. It's not. It's not hard to see a path where he finishes as like a top five or six uh, quarterback because he's already almost there. He's already almost there, and I, I mean, averaging almost twenty fantasy points per game uh, through this season. He's been a quarterback one in forty percent of his games. He's had six top twelve weeks. Uh, but what's even nicer, uh, especially for uh, you know dynasty superflex two quarterback leagues. He's finished as a top 24 quarterback in 13 of 15 games this year. Yes. He's been uh, a, a pretty safe and reliable option. Um, you know, two games of 30 or more points uh, ranks eighth in completion rate, uh, fifth in rushing yards. Like this, I mean, for to rank eighth in completion rate, uh, Marcus, with, with the weapons team? he's throwing to, like, I'm going to say that's on Brian Dable uh, and uh, that is, you know, just the offense that they're creating um, some wide receivers on the free agent market next year, like DJ Chark, sure. kind of an interesting, uh, it, an interesting name there. Juju Smith Schuster. I like not my favorite fit, but it would help. It would help the quality of the receiving core just in general. Playing Juju Smith Schuster out of the slot there in that offense. I I would absolutely. I think he he would be one of the most safe, uh, safe wide receivers you could get out of this whole bunch. It's not a great free agency class, no, but I do not. think there are a few names that, um, you know, can really maybe. Just, I don't know. I'm all in on Juju well, Schuster personally, I mean, but here's the thing with Daniel Jones as well. I think with if they sign Daniel Jones to a contract extension, it's not going to be a massive one. It's not going to be. Forty-five million dollars. I think it's going to be similar to like what Ryan Tannehill got after Ryan Tannehill broke out in that 2018, 2019, something like that, where he's being paid like the twelfth highest paid quarterback in the league. If they do that, then they could get aggressive in free agency and trades. Like, hey, we've got this first round pick that we were going to save for a quarterback. Maybe we don't need to to use that. Let's let's go see what receiver maybe is unhappy and wants out. That's where I think it would be interesting for the Giants. But right now on Dynasty League Football, he's being ranked as QB 21. Quarterbacks ahead of him, Mac Jones, Kenny Pickett, Matthew Stafford, Russell Wilson, Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, Trey Lance, Tua. Yeah. Uh, good time I, to buy. I, I think this is a very good time to buy. And, I mean, again, this is what we've seen in his first season in Brian Dable's offense. There, like, there could still be some untapped potential, especially as uh, we see them get, you know, a, a viable wide receiver one. Hundred percent agree. Uh, let's talk about some more uh, players. We should also mention Richie James, who was a uh, promotion commotion oh, yeah. guy for us last week. Seven catches, seventy-six yards, and a touchdown. Uh, but before we talk more about this wild week seventeen, 
want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by the Ultimate Football GM app. If you've ever been, dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise, then this app is for you. You can manage, I mean, just about everything in a franchise between hiring the right coaches and players and coordinators. You can trade players. You can make draft picks. You can sign players in free agency. You can navigate your franchise through the draft and all the up and ups and downs of the season, all while playing in a challenging but realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. Uh, you can play this game with your friends. You can make little franchise modes, and you can play a, a season together. It's, it's just a lot of fun. Lockdown Dynasty listeners get a 100% free boost to the franchise when using promo code LOCKDOWN, all in caps, in the game store. That is locked on, so make sure you check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores. That is ultimate-gm.com, ultimate football GM. Start your dynasty today. Uh, okay, let's talk about some more randomness of Week 17. Mike Evans. Um, I was telling you, Prisha, like Mike Evans went crazy in my consolation brackets. <laughs> I helped me win uh, like I, my 5-6 matchup or whatever it is because he didn't help me get to the fantasy playoffs or championship. But my goodness, he looked awesome in this game. He looked absolutely fantastic. And uh, what I, I think – you know, we're going to piggyback onto that conversation is uh, Tom Brady had an absolutely incredible week this week Uh, was the quarterback one. Is he the oldest quarterback one for fantasy of all time? Yes. He's like one of the oldest quarterbacks ever. So yeah. So yeah, that's a given Um, 432 pass yards, uh, three touchdowns. Of course, all of those went to Mike Evans. Um, It kind of felt like you knew it had to be coming uh, as soon as he put up uh, so many duds, but uh, in- interesting interview with Mike Evans after the game. He said, Tom Brady said, like, I'm just going to keep throwing it to you and uh, we'll we'll have some fun with it. And it paid off. It paid off in a very, very big way. Um, Marcus now officially made this uh, his uh, yet another season with a thousand receiving yards uh, was a very bumpy ride, but I mean, my God, Mike Evans is a very good wide receiver. And I mean, we saw shout out to Josh Norman back. going from being on the you know being on the the street, actually not on the street. I think he was he was helping his mom at his restaurant uh, where he lives to being torched by Mike Evans for two hundred yards and three touchdowns. It's quite a way back in the NFL. Uh, <laughs> I think I don't know. I don't think there's any big takeaways from Mike Evans. Like I don't think you're necessarily going out and buying him this offseason because of this game. No, but you are reminded, I think, that that potential for explosion is always there. And I mean, I the Bengals are, or, sorry, the Bucks are in a very interesting spot right now because, I mean, there's the rumors have been swirling. Could Tom Brady be headed back to New England? Like, what does the quarterback position look like for the Bucks moving forward? They've got a lot of stuff in flux. And I, you know, I, I, I don't know that there's necessarily any takeaways, but. Again, I think the takeaway is don't ever count Mike Evans out, period. I think you and I both believe that Tom Brady is leaving Tampa this offseason and either going back to New England or going to Las Vegas or somewhere else. Could Mike Evans be one of those receivers that gets traded this offseason? 
could be uh could be and i like i wouldn't at all be surprised if he wanted to stay with uh with tom brady i don't know maybe we get a little gronk action check your waivers um uh, you never know you never freaking know i love i love the nfl man uh i'm a little down on the nfl after yesterday but it's fine it's not not about me Uh, okay let's let's talk about some other games um raiders Uh, If I would would have told you that Jared Stidham uh, was going to have 365 passing yards, 400 total yards against the 49ers and almost beat them, you never would have believed me. But that's exactly what he did. Um, I I don't believe Jared Stidham's going to be the answer at quarterback for the Raiders next year. They're going to go after a bigger fish than that. But my real takeaway is that Devonte Adams might just be quarterback proof. Like it literally might not matter who his quarterback is because yesterday, again, against the 49ers, the best defense in the league since the Baltimore Ravens in 2000, uh, he, he had seven catches for 153 yards and two touchdowns. They could not cover him. It was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I, I mean, I think the biggest, indi- like I'm not surprised at all. Devonte Adams, we've talked about him as like a, kind of a value in dynasty just purely due to age um, when he probably shouldn't be because uh, we know wide receivers are more than capable of, of playing, you know, through age 30 age. Like I, I think Devontae Adams has plenty left in the tank here. Uh, But I think the bigger indictment here is on the value of Derek Carr because we saw Jarrett Stidham come in against a really tough defense and execute the offense. And uh, what is the future, Mister uh, Managing Editor of the Raiders Wire, of the the position? For, like, I, I think this this uh, performance by Jarrett Stidham feels like it all but nuked any potential trade value for Derek Carr. Right? Maybe. No, I I, I still think Derek Carr is going to get traded for a second round pick at worst this offseason. At worst. And I at still worst. think that I think the Jets and the Colts are the two teams that are looking into it. I think more likely the Jets than the Colts, but I do think Derek Carr is going to be gone. And I think Jared Stidham is going to be an excellent backup quarterback to Tom Brady next year. Woo! Okay. Wow. 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 Well, I mean, uh, it makes a ton of sense, right? Like, Stidham backed up Brady before. Go play with Josh McDaniels. What does Brady want? He wants weapons, right? He's got maybe the best receiver in football. He likes to have a tight end to throw to. Darren Waller's not bad. He also likes that slot receiver that he can trust over the middle. Has that Hunter Renfro, an offensive line that's young, playing indoors. It makes a ton of sense. I mean, the biggest kicker, uh, again, let's just bring it back to Devonta Adams. Uh, in most rec- in the most recent batch of Dynasty ADP, drafted on average as the wide receiver sixteen. We we did this draft. Uh, I just it's unfathomable to did me. We, we redrafted the receivers on Wednesday, right? Did Devontae yep. Adams make our top ten? Uh, I believe he did. I think, I he, think he was number ten. I right? think he was number ten. Um, okay, um, this they, year, this year, do sixteen games. He's at fourteen hundred yards and fourteen touchdowns this season. I like you. You buy if you are competing. 
and yes. you're going to be competing in this season or next or in, not this season. I, you know, I, now I'm in 2023, but if you are in a position to win, you draft Devonte Adams, you play Devonte Adams, you trade for Devonte Adams because he is the, the, there's not often times where you can draft or buy a wide receiver one for wide receiver two pricing. Um, I mean, being drafted right behind him, Marquise Brown, who I yes. really like, um, and he's got a lot of potential, but you've never seen him perform to the degree of Devonte Adams for as long as Devonte Adams has. Like, yep. what a steal! What a steal! Yeah, what, what an absolute steal! Um, Want to talk about a couple other quarterbacks that did not perform well uh, on Sunday, to say the least. But before we do that, I'm gonna let you know about Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat but you don't want all the fat and calories, then you've got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holiday season, and I know I think both of our goals is just to eat a little bit healthier this year, a bit. but you don't want to compromise taste, and we've got just a thing with for you. You've got to try Built Bars with Built. Healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious that you, they, you're not even going to think that they're good for you. It's perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, 100% real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like peanut butter brownie, coconut almond. Uh, I like the cookie dough right now. It's my favorite. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars actually taste like candy bars. 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, and 4 grams of sugar. Best part, Kate, before you had to go to the website to order Built Bars, which you can still do. They're still on there. But you can actually now go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club, and they will be there. That's absolutely awesome. You can go pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate puffs, or coconut puffs. And if you're close to Sam's Club, run and grab a 13-bar box with brownie batter, uh, cookie dough. There's the the, the coconut almond uh, toffee one that I like quite a bit. You can thank me later. Go check them out. Absolutely fantastic. Go to built.com to see the entire selection. All right. Kate, let's talk about some bad quarterback play. Uh, and we should probably start in Washington, right? Like where we might have seen the last of Carson Wentz forever. They made the switch uh, from Taylor Heineke to Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz uh, laid an egg. He threw three interceptions in this game, 16 of 28, 143 yards. He looked awful, absolutely awful. He looked so, so bad. And I don't even like we all knew that that's what we were going to expect from Carson Wentz, right? Like, I don't think any of us were um, surprised to say the least, but uh, you know who was surprised? Uh, Ron Rivera, when he found out that they had the potential to be eliminated yep. from playoff contention. And I mean, yeah, that should have been a part of the, the decision-making tree, right? Like um, Carson Wentz, I, I think, you knew what you had in him, right? Like there was no, no more question there. Um, I, I think this is probably going to be the last. Is there any remaining franchise in the NFL that'll give Carson Wentz a chance in 2023? Cause I think no. I mean, probably Washington. Like there was a report literally the morning of the game that Washington would prefer to keep one of their two quarterbacks and go into the season with Wentz or Heineke next year. And they're open to a contract extension. 
with Wentz. That was before yesterday's game. Yeah, and I can't – is there really a situation where you imagine that they stick by that report moving forward? Maybe just out of sheer stubbornness. Like, But there's no the, – Carson Wentz gave them no reason to – like if we're going to buy into these reports, Marcus, then – and you happen to have Carson Wentz on your roster – Sell him for a fourth round pick. Sell him for literally Whatever anything you that you can Just, get. He's he's taking up a roster spot for he you. He is dead point. weight. He is absolute dead weight. Yeah. Um, let's talk about a couple other quarterback plays. Uh, Nick Foles, absolutely atrocious yesterday, but that's not a surprise. Teddy Bridgewater, okay, 12 and 19, 161 yards, a touchdown and interception. He broken actually got finger. hurt on the yeah, he got yeah. hurt on the interception. Uh, he's gonna miss next week's game with a broken finger. Sky Thompson came in, actually looked really good. The interception that he threw bounced off Tyreek Hill's hands. Um, <laughs> we had some bad quarterback play in Arizona and Atlanta. Justin Fields didn't play particularly well outside of his rushing ability. Just a lot of bad quarterback play on Sunday. A lot. Of, and, I mean, we shouldn't have been surprised. We saw the list of starting quarterbacks, and it was not pretty, Marcus. No. It was not pretty no. at all. <laughs> I should mention Mike White. Um, surprisingly, Kate, he's not a franchise quarterback. 23 of 46, 240 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions against one of the worst defenses in the league. Uh, Tyler Huntley in the Ravens game, he was fine. He, he wasn't great. 14 of 21, 130 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Um, did rush for 24 yards. But, Kate, just across the league, a lot of bad quarterback play this week. A lot of bad quarterback play, but I do. I, I let's uh, let's shout out some positives uh, real quick. I, I think one of the most interesting storylines in the NFL right now that I don't think a lot of people are even talking about. Um, Sam Darnold actually been yeah a pretty decent quarterback, and you know what that's translated to? Um, that's translated to some fantasy points for DJ Moore um, since week seven. He's had four wide receiver one performances. Again, the ce- the ceiling hasn't been as high as you want it. The floor has been lower than you want it, but it's nice to see some hope, right? Like I, I think that is what you're, you're looking at with DJ Moore um, is just that factor of hope because he's still an incredibly young wide receiver. And um, I do think that he's been a part of the reason that we've seen some success there in Carolina at the quarterback position, especially. Um, But just nice to see each of the last three games, Marcus has had at least 70 yards and a touchdown um, excluding week 14. That streak goes back uh, yet another game. Like he's, he's just been playing really well. And again, I I think he's one of those wide receivers that um, the talent is there, but the situation has not always been there. Um, and if the the perfect cloud of of um, you know chaos comes together eventually for him, I think we know that he's a very very talented wide receiver that um, could yeah, be love, extremely productive him. for fantasy. I'm really curious about Sam Darnold because he's not been the reason why they've lost some of these games lately. Like he was awesome uh, on Sunday. Okay, in his five starts this year. He has seven passing touchdowns, one interception, two rushing touchdowns. He's got a passer rating of 105. He's averaging 8.8 yards per attempt. Like, 
you can do a lot worse than Sam Darnold, but I also don't know, like, do the Panthers want to do this again? Do they want to have this revolving door at quarterback, or are they going to go draft somebody? Um, they're going to have probably a top 12 pick. You could go out and get somebody, but I, I, I don't want to say Sam Darnold's figured it out, but it feels like he's at least got to this point now in his career where you can trust him to be pretty competent. I think that's fair. Uh, I think competent is fine. I, maybe he's one of the league's better backup quarterbacks. I'm, I will say this. If I was a team that wanted like a high upside backup, Darnold would be the guy that I would want. Like bring him into my system. Let's keep working on his fundamentals because it's clear that he's talented. He's athletic. Uh, it seems like the game is slowing down for him a little bit. Again, probably not ever going to be a top 20 quarterback or anything like that, but it just feels like, okay, finally things are starting to look semi-normal for him. That's all. Yeah, semi-normal. Um, but also go trade for DJ Moore, I guess. Um, there you go. I agree. I agree. <laughs> uh, I, just yeah, saying. Yeah, any final thoughts? Um, DJ Moore, uh, I just want to give one final stat that I think is interesting. He's had as many uh, top 12 weeks this year as he has in any season prior, Uh, like pretty incredible thinking like what we've seen out of this team in particular, they've had a lot of ups and downs again, just a testament to, I think uh, what DJ Moore does with the opportunities that he gets. He ranks 13 in air yards among all wide receivers. Um, Haven't, hasn't necessarily converted all of those uh, into actual, actual yards, but Touchdown upsides finally there. I'm. I don't know. The more I, the more I think about DJ Moore, the more I'm, I'm, I'm ready to trade because uh, yes. I, I think people are, the the ropes have gotten a little bit shorter here, Marcus. Yeah. I'm. I think we can get him at a value. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you for making Lockdown Dynasty your first listen today. For your second listen, check out the Lockdown NFL podcast, bringing you the local insights you love to the national spotlight with daily conversation on the biggest NFL stories, Locked on NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts, all the same places that you get the Locked on Dynasty podcast. Follow Kate on Twitter at Kate Majuk. I am at Marcus underscore Mosher. Matt and Ryan back on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Kate, you and I back on Friday. See you guys next time.